spanning the Valley of the Sun and all across the 48th state. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy, happy, happy Monday. Oh, happy Monday. I was thinking about you yesterday when I wasn't watching the Oscars. I also did not watch the Oscars, but I did predict eight weeks ago, two weeks before the actual announcement, yeah. that Brendan Fraser would win for The Whale, a movie I've never seen. He won for The Whale, so... Well, how could you predict it if you've never seen the movie? Because they're the most predictable oh. people on earth, the Oscar okay. voters. He's not wrong. He's not wrong. No. Yeah, okay. Yeah. He was awesome in The Mummy. Yeah. Brendan Fraser is just awesome, period. I don't know. I really like him. Really? Yeah. You know what? That's what a lot of people said. You People that get to know him say he's kind of like uh, uh, Keanu Reeves. He's the salt of the yeah. earth, yeah. a regular guy who remembers everybody's name on the set and treats everybody with this disrespect. And he had some health issues and they were worried about his weight. Was he really that big? Obviously, no, part of it was not. a fat suit. Sure. But he, uh, uh, he won. And I'm sure his performance is amazing <laughs> for a movie that I no desire to yeah. ever. No, I can't watch that movie. No. <laughs> oh, well. But I did watch Everything Everywhere All at Once. Have, I, you, have you guys seen that? No, I haven't seen it. I had not even read Listen. a description, and I had no earthly idea what I was getting if into. If it's not Top Gun or uh, a superhero's movie, well, I don't want to see it. Then you would probably like it. <laughs> Maybe I would. I'm not kidding you. Are you guys ready for a, uh, a statement that might uh, maybe bewilder you? What a word to start the show. That was a pretty big, big. words today. Right, huh? Somebody was hanging out with the thesaurus all weekend long. Oh, I, another I don't big word. I don't know why that came out of my mouth, but I was I was pretty happy. Mexico is a safer country than the United States. Now okay. I'm not saying that is fact. Uh, I'm saying that the president of Mexico has said Mexico is a safer country than the U.S. So. Listen, we've been talking for now a couple weeks, the high-profile kidnapping. You had four Americans. One went over for a tummy tuck. Two, four went in. Two came back. One stayed at the hotel we found. That was a fifth. Mm. Somebody stayed at the hotel, and for 25, 26 hours, she's like, you know what? They said they'd be back in 15 minutes. Maybe I'll make a phone call. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so By the way, we also have three other missing women now. Now, where is that? Madam Morris. Madam Morris. Three just, other missing women that went go. across. I think two, I think they were, uh, I believe all of them were, they were both American and American citizens. And I don't know if they were going home or visit, but there are now three other women that are officially missing. And this one was rather quiet because I think they've been missing for a bit. And somebody finally said, hey, uh, there are other people missing. Yeah. Well, let's dive into the question, is Mexico safer than the United States? Here's what I, I found out, okay? So, because I think a lot of Americans said that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Yeah. You know, that is the stupidest thing. Okay. So, in some aspects, Mexico actually is safer than the U.S. So, here's what I found out. There are eight times more crimes committed in total in the U.S. than Mexico. Um, and obviously, that's because we're bigger. Yes. You know, if you want to look at uh, Mexico. Let's look at the percentage of, yeah. of, of people. Mexico has 132 million. We have 332 million. Okay. So I got 200 it. million more people. Yes. Um, we have higher rates of gun violence, sexual assault, and drug abuse. So, with that being said, let's talk about murder. Because murder rates were around four times higher in Mexico than in the United States. And by the way, uh, this is all reported. There's a difference. Women getting sexually assaulted in Mexico and being held as human, being trafficked, probably isn't reported that much. Right. Right. No, it's true. Murders by 
on other cartel members and other stuff probably aren't reported as much. Yeah. So what would it why would the Mexican president come out and say that? Why would he say, Mex- here's the quote, Mexico is safer than the U.S. There is no issue with traveling safely through Mexico. That's something that that's something the U.S. citizens also know, just like our fellow Mexicans that live in the U.S. Here's one thing that I was thinking about. Does It sounds to me like Mexico cares a lot more about American citizens than oh. their own. That is right? that was evident last week when Wasn't Mexicans it? were standing up saying, hey, it's really interesting that people are getting kidnapped and or shot and you guys all run around and do something. Yeah. Where when our people get kidnapped and shot, we don't hear a word from you. Can you imagine a Mexican family that the cartels uh, slaughtered and there's let's just say one person remaining mom, but her husband and four kids were slaughtered by the cartels. She didn't get an apology from no. her. There's no apology letter coming from the cartels. The Mexican government doesn't do anything. But if you're American and you go in there, as we saw, four went in, only two went out. And what do we have to show for it? We've got five Mexican uh, cartel members that were, uh, you know, handed over by the cartel. They were handed over. They were bound and gagged and they were sent over the border. Five of them. They said these are the ones that are uh, responsible for killing two Americans. It took less than a week to find out, you know, who it was. And we, the FBI didn't even have to do anything. No. They handed over their own. Now, granted, the FBI is going to do their own due diligence sure. and not just take their word for it. Because sure. they'd be going, they could go, these stooges didn't do anything. No, they're just citizens. And they, they were, were just, just thrown right. over the border. Yeah. Right. But it really is amazing. I, w- I, I, can't, I can't understand how Mexicans feel. Because if they're, if they're living in Mexico and all of a sudden you have two people in America that were killed... And the whole country turns upside down trying to find who killed these two Americans. There are people that get killed every day in Mexico. Every single day. Yeah. And so if I were a citizen of Mexico, I would really be upset. I'd be like, you guys, you guys in the Mexican government sure care a lot more about Americans than you do me. But they care about the one. They don't care about Americans. They care about the dollars that come with Americans. Right. There's a million people that go across the border every year for medical tourism. There's a there's God knows 30, tens, tens, 30 20, million, 30 million that go across for tourism just in general. I think I read 30 million there, a year. So that would be America. think about that. That that is almost a quarter of their population uh, would be coming across to spend their dollars. They care about our dollars. They don't care about us. And this is a narco state. You know what? If you're the president and you've got all of the protection in the world and you can live in a in Mexico City. Yeah. You know what? It's like living in Barcelona. Go try and live in Tijuana. Go try and live in in Matamoros. Go try and live in some of these places. Uh, And I have news for you. It's not safe like you think. No. The Mexican president says uh, Mexico is safer than the U.S. Let me read this. Mexico's overall homicide rate is among the highest in the world. Uh, And Mexico has been troubled by an epidemic of disappearances with more than 100,000 Mexicans and migrants still missing. So, you know, and people I I know we talk about uh, do you you know, do you want to go on vacation in Mexico? There are so many people that go to all these different Puerto Vallarta, uh, Cancun, which I kind of hear isn't very safe. Uh, Rocky Point, you can you can drive right from Arizona to the border and then you probably got 45 minutes to an hour, which I've done a million times. Easy drive. 
to to you know to to go on vacation. So I know that like Metamorris, we've been talking about. No one's going to go there, and, and it, no one should ever go there. If you're an American, you should never go there. But all these other places like Cabo is safe. It just depends on where you go. Absolutely. So when I hear Mexico, is Mexico safe? I think yeah, the places that I go to in Mexico are pretty safe. Yeah. I don't really feel. Too I have bad friends about who it. are Mexico City all the time. Some of them live there. Tell me how safe it is. Now they said you know there's also a certain sense of you know the more successful you get the the more dangerous it gets uh and what which is, is crazy mean? because the more successful you get the more you're a target for stuff there's a reason okay. but how do they know last that? night Guillermo del Toro won for Pinocchio uh he no longer lives in Mexico because mm-hmm. his father was kidnapped and right. James Cameron gave him a million dollars to get his father away from the cartels and to move him down here that's what happens when you get successful it's like that movie man on fire with Denzel yes. yeah if you're if you're semi you know, successful. You have to have bodyguards. That's scary. Well, then they kidnap their their kids. Yeah, they kidnap their yeah. kids and they go after. That's that's you know. I mean, look. I mean, we're semi successful, but I don't have a bodyguard. No, you don't need one. No, I, need, I need one. You do. Uh, you have tattoos. You're bald. Nobody you, you wants look me. tough. <laughs> they look. They look at me and they they're like, oh my god. They look that's like gonna this is going to be trouble. They that look at look, you and they're like, we should totally <laughs> traffic this guy. That guy looks like he should be drinking wine somewhere in California. <laughs> All is California right. still there? Or did it finally float away? Oh, who knows? Is it still snowing there? Oh, I my, don't know. It is getting so much. I saw some stuff in California <laughs> this week. I'm like, I hope we get some of that. Because if they had a drought, it went away. <laughs> so Mexico's president says Mexico is safer than the U.S. I think we drew a pretty good picture yeah. of, yes, there's, there's certain things, if you want to talk number-wise, that the U.S. is more dangerous uh, well, but, I mean, based on the fact that we actually prosecute and go after people, if you don't prosecute and go after people, you know what I don't really have to worry about, though, is when I get pulled over, uh, the guy that pulls me over a gal, if it happens, knock on wood, mm-hmm. doesn't really, uh, going, hey, uh, yeah, you got 50 bucks, 25 bucks. I don't worry about that. Yeah. But you know what? A lot of people, like a lot of people say that to me about Rocky Point. Like if you get pulled over and uh, you know what happens, let's say you roll a stop sign, you get pulled over. Now it's not happened to me. Happened to a plenty of people that I know. Here's 20 bucks. Is it cool if I bail? Yes. Now, if you do that in America, you're going to spend 300 bucks. Yeah. If you do it at Rocky Point, you spend 25 bucks. So I could, I could argue the difference that position is, is all day long. The, 30, the 300 bucks may go to at least the state here. That 20 bucks goes to, he's not ra- reporting would that. Would you rather pay 300 or would you rather pay 25 bucks? Do you hear bucks? that, officers? <laughs> you pull Kato Sober, hey. he's giving you cash money no, on no. the spot. Oh, no, I would never do that. In Mexico, you do can you do have that. Uh, do you have Venmo? <laughs> <laughs> All right, coming up next, it's uh, it's the one thing you want to do before you get too old to do it, right? Before you croak, there's something that you got to do. It's the one thing, and we'll tell you about it coming up next. It's the Gatos and Chad Show. That is us. You guys are you. Hold on, let me get some business out of the way. It's a business. Hey, out of subscribe the way. to the Guest of Chad Show podcast. Subscribe right now. iPhone, Android, never any of the show. It's Guest of Chad Show brought to you by Carol Royce. Your home sold guaranteed realty. Get a higher price selling your home. Your guaranteed offers go to higherprice.com. Higherprice.com. Uh, is there anything you want to do before you croak? Like something serious. Like, like you know. Is, is Bucket it, list? Yeah. Is it visiting a place? Is it doing something? Uh, I want you to think about it for a moment. Because, you know, maybe we'll go around Cutting the off all the man buns? <laughs> See that guy that cut off all the man buns in L.A.? I and did. got arrested, and he was like, I'm doing the Lord's work. Well, I would, I would bail that guy out of jail if he, you know, if he, if he went. I did not hear about that. Yeah, he's uh, fun. We have, a, uh, we have a Valley woman. She's 90. 
She's uh, she's uh, eh, she's got some guts. Leah Dickey chooses to celebrate each year like there's no tomorrow. Last year I went up in a uh, glider for that birthday, and the year before zip line, and so I've tried a lot of things, and then a river rafting. We had a bucket list of all the things we wanted to do in our life, and one of them was to jump out of an airplane. That's it. Ninety years old. Booked the appointment. And uh, she went up with her great-granddaughter, and they do all this in Eloy. Yes, right by my house. I see them all the time. Really? Yep. You see people jumping out of planes all the time. All the time. You see them jumping out of planes, and you see, because they have a, uh, that's where they, like, the the military from all over the world comes and trains there. Right. They have these huge, like, uh, look like grain silos that you can go up and practice in. It's pretty cool. So, so she did it. And, you know, like, the older you get... I don't know. This is how I feel. This is how I feel. The older you get, you always want to prove you you can still do it. Like that's always say. That's one of the reasons I love playing softball. I love going up against a twenty five year old kid and seeing if I could you know hit the ball. Like, I don't know than if him. this. I don't know if this guy here that works in accounting is as good as right, I am. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So like I don't know if the, that's probably a bucket list. The one thing that I want to do, and I want to know what you want to do. You know, before it get, before you get too old and you can't do it. The one thing I want to do is I want to go to Yankees camp. Where they do this thing every year, and uh, and you go for two weeks, and you basically are a baseball player. You are you 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 pay some money, you play games, uh, you practice, you you stay in a hotel, you basically are a Yankee. You they make you feel like a Yankee for about two weeks, and I know that. There are, I don't know if the Diamondbacks do it. I know the Dodgers out here do it. The Giants out here do it. The yeah. Diamondbacks have done it. I don't know if they still do. But yeah, they, they do it. They I'm have sure like they legends that come yes. out and stuff. Yeah. But oh. since I've been a long, long, long time Yankees fan, I would love to do that. And I probably have to do it in the next few years because even when I play softball for two hours on a Friday, I can't walk the next day. So I don't know if I could do it for two weeks. But that's one thing I'd like to do. This lady, 90 years old, she jumped out of a plane. What do you want to do? Oh, gosh, you know what? It's really crazy. I haven't decided. You know what? The uh, the Great White Shark. more than great, five hours a night? Great White Shark. I want to go diving with Great White Shark. There sharks. you go. That's a great one. Now, do you want to be in the cage? Or nope. you do? I want to do free diving. You're crazy. I want to go to some of the places where you can go out with them, although they're really clamping down on all those places now because they don't want... The sharks they, are? The, yeah, they felt the sharks were coming too close to everybody. <laughs> you and think? People weren't following the rules. And a lot of it was in Mexico, right? You know, they well, maybe... They you do anything there. OSHA wasn't involved <laughs> in the ocean. But uh, you can go out to a few different places. That, but uh, that, to me, that's that would be a cool jam. All right. So for me, Yankees camp. For you, it's... Uh, great White Sharks. Great White Sharks. Yeah. Uh, Becky Lynn? Before you get too old, what would you like to do? Well, I don't know that this would be, let's just say before I die, I would like to have a beach house right on the beach. Is that right? Yeah. Like for the day? No, for, to live in. Oh, well, the, well, I didn't know where you could pick stuff. Like, I'd like an airplane and $50 million. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you can, you can, where, where are you going to buy the beach house? I don't know. Just wherever I could afford it. Okay. It would be incredibly expensive, but I want to be able to get up and sit down and look out and see the ocean waves. Yeah, and that's what you're working for. What are that's, we working for, right? That's what I want. All right. Uh, wise man Steve Zinsmeister. We got, uh, we got a 90-year-old Valley great-grandmother celebrates her birthday by skydiving. And we're talking about what would you like to do? before you, you kick it i think i'd like to get into snowboarding as a habit like go all the time like a hobby uh-huh. i know it's not like the most daring thing ever but i'm in my 30s and i feel like 
it's a very painful thing to do for a full day? I don't. I don't think so. Well, it is when you run into a tree. <laughs> you have to do that. Well, I've only been once, quote, so I guess quote, I had to learn Sonny the Bono. first day, right? Oh, Sonny Bono wasn't. <laughs> he wasn't snowboarding. Oh goodness! When me. did he run into a tree? By the way. Skiing. I know. When did he do it? How many oh, years God, ago? That was what twenty five years, twenty yeah, years probably. ago. Probably. Yeah. yeah. So that's uh, everybody. When tragedy some, plus time equals comedy. <laughs> when it's true. When somebody when when somebody brings up skiing, someone always has to bring it. Remember that guy who was married to Cher, and then he ran into the tree and got killed. That's terrible. Yeah. Didn't we have Cher on the show and she didn't like us? Uh, probably not because yeah. you didn't sing with her. Or she didn't sing with you. Because usually that's me. the way or it goes. You with did. Us. Oh, no, that's I right. Do you believe? No, I didn't All right, Pablo, that, what's your jam? Yeah, what do you got, Pablo? Come on, Pablo wants to I don't got nothing, man. Bad, I'm boring. Yes, come on. Oh, man. I want to perform with Bad Bunny. Yeah. See, that was from the, uh, Wouldn't that be cool yeah, to be on be stage cool. with Bad yeah. Bunny? Yeah, but that's impossible. Is anybody going to really do that? Yes, of course. Bad Bunny's really great with his fans. Brings him on stage all the time. All right, we'll get you on stage with Bad Bunny. Oh, my God, how great would that be? You would totally owe us. What, none of you guys pick wrestling. What do you mean? Like, I figured you'd be like, I would totally want to wrestle against John Cena. No, no, no. It has to be something realistic. Like, this woman in in Arizona decided, okay, I'm 90. I've done the zip lining. I've done all that stuff. River rafting. I'm jumping out of a plane. So, it's got to be something that is... Something you can pay to do. Yeah, something that... Yeah, because if you pay, you can do whatever you... You, you can basically go and do it. Yeah. 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 So, uh, Yankees camp, Great White Sharks... Uh, Beach house, snowboarding. Wise man, you got to work on a better one. You're 30 years old. Give me a snowboarding, better, man. For Pete's sake. But like it's a hobby. Yeah. I want to go all the time. Well, I want to get into it. Think, oh, you do. Think bigger. Wise get your man. hair long, dude, like the flying tomato. <laughs> I want you to come back and go, man. I got some, cr- dude, it was so crunchy out there. Oh. Was, I got lit. It was awesome. You got what? Lit. I don't know. Oh, I, the kids I, are I saying thought you said something I don't different. know. I'm making up snowboard stuff. <laughs> My bad. Snowboard <laughs> people, maybe I'm wrong. Like Gato Snow. Because oh. you will. <laughs> Coming up next, what do you need to know about this banking situation? Is this 2008 all over again? <laughs> it's not good. It is not. All right. It's Gato's Chat Show. A number of companies got 0% interest rates expanded, especially in the tech space, especially in the crypto space. That led to these banks getting very big. And as a result of what's happened with interest rates now going up, that's made business much harder on these banks. They've had to sell assets as a result of that. And in turn, people, customers have gotten very concerned about their financial position and gone in and done a run on the bank. Yeah, a r- old school run on the bank. Do you remember uh, It's a Wonderful Life? Of course when I they do. All came in. He's like, guys, I know you. Mr. I know you. Jim, I know you. Mr. Potter was paying 25 cents on the dollar or something like yeah, that. Yeah, so what ended up happening here is. Hated Mr. Potter. Uh, Silicon Valley Bank is like the 16th largest bank in the country. Right. And last week, things started to go south. Plus, they were selling bonds, they were losing money. Uh, and this, I think 70 to 75% of startups have to, are banking with Silicon Bank. And how do you get your money? Well, you know, everybody thinks that, you know, somebody pays somebody and they got money in the bank. And and the way it works is they have lines of credit. That's how they make their payroll. Right. Friday, it went super sideways Thursday night. By Friday, they were done. And this got banks freaking out. Regional banks today, they had to stop trading on several regional banks because they were collapsing. And this goes back to, is this 2008? Right. The it L- is not. But L- Lehman Brothers went yeah. went away in 2008. That was one of the largest banks. And they've been around forever. They, they collapsed. 
This is not a wait. No, this is not. And part of it is because banks are so much, so much better positioned, healthier. But it's very interesting here because people are starting to think this is going to give the likes of the Fed. I was like, oh my god, are we going to have to lower rates now? Right. For some of this stuff. Now today, the president came out early in the morning to address this because everybody thought, here we go, big bank bailout. This is what's going to happen. Now we wanted to come and assure people, look, settle down with your money. All customers who had deposits in these banks can rest assured. I want to rest assured they'll be protected and they'll have access to their money as of today. That includes small businesses across the country that bank there and need to make payroll pay their bills and stay open for business. Yeah, because if you go to the bank today, if everybody who is, in, let's say you got the low, you know, B of A or Chase, or if you, everybody with there keeps their money there, yeah. tries to draw all their money out. They don't have, they don't have that kind of money. Hmm. It's not, they take that money, they loan it out to other people. They take that money and they, you know, they do several different things. They, and they got into a position again where this was ugly. And the fear was, is this the first of many? Plus, it's a tech bank in a lot of ways, and the tech world is struggling. They have laid off a lot of people. And on top of that, they have, they have burned through a ton of their cash. It's also a VC bank where VC people keep a ton of their money, and they've, they've given out. It, is, it was an ugly situation, and there's a bank like First Republic today who had to come out and be guaranteed by the Fed, and it still didn't matter. They had to stop. They dropped 60% of their value in the space of a minute. Yeah, it was weird because I woke up this morning and I said, I wonder what the stock market's doing. It's probably down. Yeah. And it was up. Yeah. I, it's just, isn't it amazing? It is. You, well, you would, because they've assured everybody you're going right. to get their money. Now, here's There's the like a little fire. People start freaking out. And you're like, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's calm it all down. 87% of the people in this bank, they're, they weren't insured. Okay. Money-wise. But they weren't insured. Okay, what does that mean, though? It means, like, well, the FDI insured. But part of it is... They're you, still going to get their money. They're going to get their money because yeah. the Fed... They're, they're bailing out the investors. Are we not calling so this much a bailout? It's not really a bailout. But it is a bailout. No taxpayer money. Where do you think they get our money? They, I'm just saying. It's, they, not, it's not like they all go around in D.C. and go, okay, everybody needs to chip in 25 bucks and no, pay the money one, back. They said they'd get it from the interest on something. or Well, that's what they're they're saying. But the reality is is that nobody, none of the people who are the bigwigs of the companies are getting bailed out. But the person who's got their money in there, you will be bailed out. Even, if, you're, was, even if you have... Like, what is it, 250, 250 250000 If you have $5 million in there, you're going to get the rest of your money. Right, because it's uh, only insured up to 250000 Yeah, so it, it was, it's an ugly situation, and it, a lot of people think, is this the first step to either a correction or a crash? I don't think it's a crash. I don't think it's a crash either, but it's not 2008. 2008, every bank was risky. 2008, every single bank had bad loans that they gave out to people. It's like, hey, you make 16 bucks an hour. Here's an $800,000 home. Well, that's because our government thought that everybody, everybody should, should own, own a home, home, even if they didn't need. What were they, subprime loans? Yes. Yeah. And so this is not that. This is a, you know, some people call them tech bros, but a huge bank in New York, Signature Bank, collapsed over the weekend. It's the third largest bank collapse in history. They had $88 billion. And you know who runs, one of the big board members is? Barney Frank. Dodd Frank, who was the big member after 2008, they brought that thing in to clamp on down to make sure the I banks do. couldn't get out of control. He was on the board there, and people are asking questions. Of course, the left has said, as usual, it's Trump's fault, uh, which is just hilarious. Uh, the reality is that people got out over their skis. It is something to watch because if this thing does go south, it can grab other parts of the sectors and bring it in. Then it gets ugly. All right. Some we got to watch. Some we got to keep our eye on. Don't keep your, don't keep your money in one bank.
spread it out, put some in a coffee can. That's no. always a good thing, too. You know, buried in the backyard. Under a mattress. There That's you go. Good. That's always a nice thing. I like to keep it in my sock. There you go. Crawl space here and there. Hey. There's nothing wrong with that, right? No. doesn't pay great interest, but you know what? <laughs> you have it in front of you just in case. Coming up next. Coming up. Are you willing to sleep in separate beds if it means you get better rest? Next. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. So I want to scare you guys, but not scare you. Everybody pay attention over here. Because you, Becky, because this will all have for us to deal with it. Crap. I don't know if you guys are paying any attention to what's going on, but quietly our government came out today. Mm. Said uh, 2046 asteroid maybe had an air. Yeah. And uh, it's got a one in 400 chance uh, <laughs> that it might hit us. It's going to hit us on Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day. 2046. Big, apparently, according to the other thing we have. What do we have floating out there? One of those, uh, one of our, uh, you know, satellite things we've sent up there. And, uh, yeah. Oh, and there's another one that's supposed to hit us later on this year as well. This year? Yeah. Not as big as this one. Okay, because the 2046 one yeah. is the size of an Olympic swimming pool. Yeah. That's that's decent. Let's just go back. Uh, was it 10 years? There was a, uh, in Ch- Chablensky, Russia. A shockwave never hit. It blew up above there, injured 1,500, and blew out all the windows over 200 square miles. That was 10 years ago. 10 years Wasn't ago. Was that in, like, uh, Siberia? Yeah, Russia. There's nobody there. They said, now, could it, if it if something this size hits the population in, a like, hit Phoenix? Said it, yeah. Tens of thousands of deaths. So. Don't you have a bunker that, you uh, live in the middle well, of nowhere. Can, can I get into that? Is there? Hence the reason why we did the dart. Remember that? Yeah. It's most likely to hit the ocean, though, right? We're, well, yeah, it's 75%. We have a 75% of the ocean. Well, not, you know, and it's rising every day thanks to global warming. So it's going to be 80% by the time this thing hits. Thank God for global warming. Why are we starting out on Monday with such wonderful news? I just want you to know, though, DART worked. Remember, we shot the refrigerator up there, it hit the thing, <laughs> and it moved it. It, that, that, is the, that is the worst. Th- that's, how could you explain it any worse? It, it was we set ref- the refrigerator up the there and it was fine. Yeah. The, the thingy. We shot the thingy, which was a refrigerator type thingy. It hit the other asteroid. Hold on. Like playing pool. It. it was like playing pool. Exactly. Like snooker. We nudged it in a different that's direction. That's what we need to do. That's it. Put it in the pocket over there on the I left. think it'll be fine. I'm not worried. <laughs> you ever watch football? Guys running around the edge. It looks like you get the quarterback. A guy just brushes him and he moves out of the way. And the quarterback, it's, that's it. A deflection, if you will. We just need the, once that happens, we need the we need the, the earth to step up in the pocket. We'll be fine. When do you nudge the asteroid? Because I'm not waiting until 2046. <sighs> like, when do you do it? Remember when they said, this is... We're not doing this for any real reason. They asked somebody there, uh, well, this is the very reason we do these missions. Well, I don't think you guys are telling us everything. Aren't you glad that we're doing it and not like Russia or China or anybody like that? Because uh, you never know. They could direct it our way. I, I don't know. You, you, you hit it at a certain angle, it hits America. What was that movie? Uh, don't Look Up. It's a kind of oh, Don't Look yes. Up, Phil. This does. Like, I'm not. I love how he goes, hey, remember when it was one in a million? Eh, it's one yeah. in 400. It's not good. That's not. Those, no. those numbers are not great. No. So the last time an asteroid that big hit Earth was 10 years ago. Yeah. And it or hit, something at size. And it, okay. and it didn't even hit the Earth. It exploded over it. Okay. And it sent a shockwave. Let's let's nudge it and, and make it go somewhere else. Yeah. That's well, a good, I don't want it here. That's a good thing. Yeah. And it's, on, and it's on Valentine's Day, 2046. Which is a great way to say I love you. It is. I I, you know what I got you? End of the world. <laughs> You're welcome. I named the asteroid after you. How about that? We should totally do that. We, we could do. start That'd a business. Fun. 
Well, we can name the asteroid after you. Do we have to buy the asteroid first? No, you don't have to okay. buy it. You just go online and say, okay. and, and do one of those cheesy commercials. Have you always hated your ex? Why not name an <laughs> asteroid after her? The planet killer. Hey, speaking of space and asteroids and all that stuff, isn't today the 26th anniversary of the Phoenix Lights? I think it is. Oh. 26 years. Because I remember yeah. last year, obviously, it was the big 25. We talked about it. I got to tell you, that's still one of the most crazy days I've ever spent in, in the valley. It was insane. Yeah. And I never saw it. But you didn't see it? No, I didn't, I see, didn't it with, see it. And I didn't see it. No. I oh, only I found out the next day. so much. Like, I wonder if you could have just walked out of your house yes. and seen it across the valley. I think yeah, that's I what happened for a lot of people. They just, they looked up. But just they the, just looked up. Just to think the thousands of people in the valley that saw the yeah. lights. And the, and the it just kept popping up. There's another light. There's another light. There's another light. And everybody's filming it. And we're and the KTAR the the phones are ringing off the hook. People are absolutely going insane. And then the next day, the governor comes out. Is that uh, the alien? Governor, day? Yeah, Fife Symington, and he had one of his like the, I think it was the chief of staff. Uh, he dressed up in an alien suit and came out. They made fun of it. And I, you know, you got to think. Behind closed doors, they're like, well, the uh, military says it wasn't them. It wasn't one of those weather balloons. Because we've never figured it out, right? No, we've never figured yeah. it out. And so, I mean, it's kind of a weird a weird way to handle that situation. I mean, all these years later, 26 years later, you're like, yeah, the governor of Arizona actually had his chief of staff put on but he came out gear. years later and, and said he saw them. things and said he saw them. Yeah, Fife, and saw, the, Fife saw it and said, you know what? This is, this is, he thought it was real. Yeah. Well, and he said. I think it, we put him on last year, by the way, right? Wise man, we put, we put Fife Symington on. But he also said, like, he did a couple documentaries where he's like, they didn't tell us everything. There were things going on, things I couldn't say. They kind of put pressure on me scenario. Right. Uh, it's crazy. Well, and he was trying to calm people's fears by making a joke out of it. Yeah. Uh, again, you know, uh, if you live in Arizona, you've seen weird stuff in the sky. I've seen weird stuff in the sky. I don't know what it is. But the the Phoenix Lights may have been the single craziest night It was and, and the, in Arizona that history. That was something that the whole world watched and was like, right. what the heck is this? Because that was massive. And never um, an explanation. No, no. Don't believe the government, baby. That's right. They're lying to us. 26 years ago, the Phoenix Lights... All right, we got more on the Gatos and Chad show coming up. Are we becoming rage consumers? Stick around.